Welcome to Radio Free Georgia's In Tune to Nature program. I'm host Carrie Freeman coming to you from Atlanta in September of 2020. Today we're going to be talking about voting in Metro Atlanta to get you prepared and able to participate in this November 3rd election and to do so safely during the pandemic. So we're going to talk about early voting options, mail-in voting, and checking on your registration status. We'll discuss what types of important positions you'll see on the ballot in Georgia and why this election is particularly significant and worth your time to vote and worth working to help all other Georgia citizens be able to exercise their voting rights as well, combating voter suppression. To help us navigate the voting process within the larger context of supporting public policy that protects our shared environment is our guest, Briante McCorkle, the head of Georgia Conservation Voters. The nonprofit Georgia Conservation Voters has a mission to transform Georgia's political landscape by electing leaders with conservation values and holding them accountable to implementing policies that ensure clean water and air, abundant wildlife, scenic landscapes, and economic opportunities for all Georgians. Their website is gcvoters.org. You can see the voter scorecard there for a record of how all state Senators and representatives voted on environmental legislation in the 2019-2020 session. The website, again, for the scorecard is gcvoters.org. Our guest today is Brianti McCorkle, the Executive Director of Georgia Conservation Voters. She spent her career training activists, advancing equity and inclusion in the environmental movement, and organizing grassroots voters. She formerly served as the Director of Engagement at Eco Districts, and before that as the assistant director at the Georgia Sierra Club. She's a graduate of Georgia State University, and I know that because she was one of my star students in my class communicating environmental issues almost a decade ago. I'm so proud of Briante's leadership in Georgia's movement for environmental and social justice. Welcome back to the show, Briante. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, time flies. <laughs> well, given that this November 3rd election is so important, I mean, not only are we voting for president, which we're all well aware of, but there are both of our federal state Senate seats up for grabs, and that's extremely powerful, those positions. So you all must be so busy at Georgia Conservation Voters trying to help Georgians understand why and how they can make their vote count, especially in light of all the challenges caused by voter suppression efforts and also this pandemic. So I was going to ask you what general message you want Georgia voters to know regarding their ability to participate despite obstacles that might, they might have related to health or housing or finances. Yeah, so, well, one is it's definitely a noisy election year. I mean, election <laughs> yeah. always a little bit noisy, but this one is just, you know, particularly wild, especially because in Georgia we have so many different special elections and, you know, positions that wouldn't have normally been up, but they're, they're on the ballot this November. So, um, yeah. And so we've got more, you know, significant elections happening than we typically would. And then, you know, of course, we've got the challenges of the pandemic. Um, you know, voters are very concerned about their safety at the polls, and they're also concerned about casting their vote securely. And, you know, even more so, as you mentioned, there are people who are experiencing economic distress and displacement, and um, some people are facing eviction, and uh, some are searching for new jobs. So, you know, it, there's a lot going on right now, and I know that for many, 
it can be easy to sort of fall into the, the, the trap of thinking that, well, you know, my vote isn't as important or, you know, I, you know having a say in, in what happens can wait. Um, but I really encourage people to, you know, go ahead and be proactive and make a plan for election day so that you can overcome some of the challenges you might be having. Um, I think that there are a lot of really great options for casting your vote in Georgia, um, lots of different ways to make it work for whatever challenges you might be experiencing. But I really wanna encourage people that, you know, your voice does matter, your your vote does matter. I've seen votes come down to just, uh, or elections and, and races come down to just a handful of votes. So, you know, don't, don't think that it doesn't matter, especially when we're looking at positions down ballot. Um, in the big national presidential race, it can, it can feel, um, it can seem easy to kind of feel just small uh, just because of the sheer number of people voting in that race. But you've got state senators, state representatives. Um, here you've got two U.S. senators, um, U.S. Congress people up for re-election, uh, public service commissioners that make decisions on energy. There's lots of different positions down ballot where your one vote will make a huge impact. So yeah, please make it to, to the to polls, you know, voting is just a way for us to say what kind of future uh, we want. We, we look at the future that's headed towards us and we say we're happy with that future or we're not. And I know I want a healthier, yeah. more sustainable future for all people, no matter what yeah. they're around. And I, and I want people to feel well and feel less stressed and to have clean air and clean water and a safe place to sleep at night. So voting is one way I have to express that. And I hope other people will express themselves in that way. Yeah. And so let's talk about some of the ways that people um, can feel comfortable voting this in this election cycle. Um, because of the vir virus, people may prefer to vote by mail this year so they can kind of do it from home. And that's referred to as absentee voting or using an absentee ballot. Um, how does that work? Yeah, so there's options, right? So, you know, Absentee ballot is also vote by mail. They're the same thing. I want to be clear with everyone. These are the same thing. Um, and um, it's just one of many ways you can cast your vote this, this election day. So uh, the way that absentee ballot wor you know, works uh, or vote by mail works is you have to send in an application to receive your ballot. So the first step is you know, applying for a ballot, basically letting the Secretary of State um, who administers elections, know that you're going to vote from home this election and they're going to send you a ballot back in the mail that you can use to cast your vote, but you have to apply first. Um, and so I really want to encourage people that if this is the option that you want to go with, this is a very low, low contact option. You're, you're going to get your ballot in the mail. You can fill it out. You can drop it in the mail without ever having to go to a polling precinct um, but if you want to do this, that you should apply for your absentee ballot as early as possible. Yeah, like do it now. Yes, I did it last week, actually, because especially now that they changed it before, it was going to have to be more difficult where you had to print out, you know, the application ballot and then sign it and then scan it and then attach it to an email or take it somewhere. But now um, at securevotega.com, securevotegeorgia.com. Um, there's an online way that the Secretary of State just allowed you to do it. And when I found out about that, I quickly and easily requested a ballot. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, that was the old way. You had to go to the Secretary of State website. You had to like download the PDF and like print it and fill it out. And so luckily technology has yeah. made it easy. Printing to is too out. hard these days for us, like especially if we're not going into an office, you know, right. to use their printer anymore. It's like we don't have printers. And so, yeah, this is good. You could just at the Secure Vote Georgia ask for it. Yeah. And, so the yeah. URL directly is ballotrequest.sos.ga.gov. So ballotrequest.sos.ga.gov. So you can go straight there. You can fill out your application um, and they'll, they'll get that form electronically and then they'll send you something in the mail. But again, if you want to make it happen, do it if not today like tomorrow but do not let it um I'm, I'm encouraging people to try to apply before october 1st if you can anything beyond that is just cutting it really close to election day for them to receive your application send it back in the mail and then for you to get your ballot in in time and and so that thank, brings me to my yeah thank you for mentioning that because i was going to ask like what do you think is the latest that you should decide you're going to vote by mail and so you're saying around october 1st would you'd feel more comfortable like if you haven't requested a ballot by then you might want to say okay i'm going to do early voting in like at a polling place um but like say we still have time now to request the ballot and then you can check and see that they received your request like i went to the georgia my voter page which is mvp.sos.ga.gov and sos stands for secretary of state and mvp my voter page um and there's a lot there but like and so i they're gonna then it's gonna tell me like when i've received it and then when i fill it out and send it back they're gonna tell me when they've received it so i'll know that you know they have my vote like do you and and do you think that it would be better to drop it in the mail like put some stamps on it drop it in the mail or go to one of the secure drop boxes that they're gonna have for mail-in votes either are good options you yeah. know um you know that they're they're both different ways to get it in the mail i think that if you're worried about um if you're cutting it close to election day let's put it this way right you've got your ballot you've you've received it back in the mail and you know it's really close to election day um, let's say it's past October 21st, right? That's just, yeah. Like, like you're getting into late October. Right. So past, yeah. Late October. If you still holding on to your ballot, I would at that point want to do something like a Dropbox location, right? Yeah. Um, rather than relying on the postal service to have to get it in time to the secretary of state's office or whatever. Yeah. If you're earlier in the curve, you know, you can definitely, um, you know, drop it in the mail with with a postage and, and that that will suffice. And so those are both really good options to getting your ballot in. And, you know, they did just, there was a case recently where they extended the deadline for like, you know, if you do drop your ballot in the mail, like, you know, it has to be postmarked before or by election day for you for it to be counted. So before they were like, even if it was postmarked, if the Secretary of State hadn't received it, it wouldn't count. So they yeah certainly gave us some grace and that making sure that your if your your ballot is postmarked in time and the secretary receives it within um just a very small window after election day, it'll be fine. Uh, but again, if you're, if you're cutting it close. Yeah, it's right. I'm even, yeah. I think I'm going to be looking for a Dropbox just also. So I feel like I know, <laughs> I know exactly that it's getting there and trying to do it early. Now, some people may not want to vote by mail 
and they prefer to physically go um, in person, but they don't want to stand in long lines that might be potentially long on November 3rd. So there's the early voting option, sometimes called advanced voting. Um, and that's in the latter half of October, right? Yeah. So early voting is my absolute favorite way to vote. Okay. I, I just, it's, it's, I love it. That's and what you're good. Is that what you're going to do? That is my plan. Okay. For voting, yes. Um, early voting runs from Monday, October 12th, uh, to Friday, October 30th. Um, and so, you know, that's a, that's a three week window. And so you've got a lot of time to go in. I love it because there's multiple polling locations. So right. Yeah plenty of different spots, you know, maybe it's convenient for you to stop here before you go grocery shopping or whatever. You know, they've got polling locations all over the county that you live in. So you can cast your vote anywhere in the county that you're registered to vote in. Um, so yeah, I like it just because I just have so many different options for location and then so many options for dates. Um, if I show up and the line's longer than I have time for, I can come back. Um, but usually during early voting, the line is pretty short and it's pretty swift. It moves usually fairly quickly. So, you know, early voting is also a really awesome way to cast your vote. And how do people find out where, like based on where they live and what county they're in, um, what are the locations they can go to from October 12th to October 30th? And, yeah. and like what time of day and all that? So mvp.sos.ga.gov, right? That is that the, website. The Georgia My Voter page, yeah. Exactly. It's your best friend right now, okay? Yes, I'm all over that. Right. And um, usually, yeah, they'll, they'll have the early voting locations posted during the, peri during the period. So if you like log in on October 12th, um, you'll, you'll find a list of different locations that you can go to um, to cast your vote. Um, there's also the option of going to your county's website. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of counties do a really good job making it obvious, you know, for people who are looking for polling locations. Okay. Um, so yeah, you could go directly. If you know what county you're registered to vote in, you could go directly to their site and um, check it out. But yeah, I encourage you to go to mvp.sos.ga.gov because that's your most accurate voting information your, you know, most accurate voting address and county. And of course, they'll direct you to finding those locations from there. And one so. thing I noticed when I was looking up my early voting, um, like I was a little confused on the Georgia My Voter site, how it was presented, because like you see bolded the September 29th special election, and then you see this November 3rd general election. Okay. So I'm like, okay, November 3rd, but then you're confused because you're like, no, I don't want to vote on November 3rd. But I had to look underneath that to see, okay, there's a, something that calls that says timings. It's not bolded, but that's when it says no. These are the locations and times in October at you know this particular library or wherever. Um, so just take a second to really look at it because I was really thrown off at first um, by the the fact that November third was mentioned up there um, because I'm looking for October, but I didn't see it at first because it wasn't bolded. So, uh, but because there's lots of libraries and different things, and they tell you exactly which days and times they're open. So look for the section that says timings. And then um, what do you need to bring with you to the polling place? Like, I know you need a valid voter ID and where can people get, oh, like what counts as a, a voter ID?
Oh, wait, let me pause for just a yeah, so uh, with the valid ID, uh, and I, I know like a driver's license will work. Are there some mm -hmm. other things that will work? Yeah, so you got a couple of different options for your ID. So you definitely want to go with your Georgia driver's license if you have it. Uh, if you don't have a driver's license, you can use your Georgia state ID. And uh, both of those work just fine. Those are even okay if they're expired. Like, um, ideally, they're not expired. But if they are, those are fine. But the other forms of ID that you can use must, all, must be current, right? So you right. can also use an ID card issued by the U.S. government or any other state. Um, there have been lots of questions about that. Uh, people with out-of-state licenses um, have been told that they can't cast their vote with the out-of-state license, but that is not true in Georgia. Mm -hmm. So if you come up with if you come up with that, we'll we'll give you an election protection number here in just a second that you can call. But um, yeah, you can use an ID card issued by another government, U.S. by the U.S. government or another state. Uh, it has to be current. You could use your, uh, there's a free Georgia voter ID that you can get from the Secretary of State. Huh. You could use your U.S. passport. Uh, you could use a military ID. You could use your employee ID issued by any branch department or agency or entity of the U.S. federal government or the state of okay. Georgia. And you could also use your tribal ID. And um, the final thing is student Photo ID cards are accepted from some public colleges and universities and technical colleges. But you want to check with the Secretary of State for which ones those are. So, um, like, I know the large universities like uh, UGA, uh, Georgia Southern, Georgia State uh, University, all of them are fine, Atlanta Technical oh, College. Okay. Albany Technical College, right? So there's a good list of um, universities, uh, colleges and universities that the Secretary of State says are okay for voter ID. Okay. So, um, so these are the rules. And if you're, if you're challenged at any point um, about using one of these options, you can call the election protection um, number. That number is one eight six six. 687-8683. So it's 1-866-687-8683. So yeah, if you're, you know, stuck, if you're at the polls and they're saying that, you know, something that, um, you know, is, is wrong or, you know, they're giving you trouble with casting your vote, just make sure you call and you get some advice before you leave the polling location, okay? That is great advice. Uh, if you're just joining us on Radio Free Georgia, this is In Tune to Nature. I'm host Carrie Freeman, interviewing Briante McCorkle, the executive director of the environmental nonprofit, Georgia Conservation Voters. Their website is gcvoters.org. You can find a scorecard there, an environmental voting scorecard. We're talking about voter information to ensure all Georgia citizens know who to participate, how to participate in this important general election. Uh, Briante, I know at that Georgia My Voter page that we talked about, which is mvp.sos.ga.gov, um, people could um, check on to make sure that their registration is still valid, you know, that they're a registered voter still, that they didn't get purged, and see a sample ballot. So I noticed on your website you really were encouraging that 
Yeah, absolutely. Because um, the deadline to register to vote before this election is October 5th. So you really want to go ahead right now. And if you are not registered to vote or you haven't updated your voter registration in a long time, uh, go ahead and do that. Um, you could uh, basically go to that, that My Voter page to check your voter registration status. And um, there's also a link for you to uh, update your registration. And so you can do that online now as well. And so, yeah, I would be very cautious of just assuming that your voting registration status is the same that has always been. The state does regularly regularly purge voters from the rolls. And, um, you know, they, they say that they're purging inactive voters, but there are people who are very active voters who have been caught in the purges. So mm -hmm. please double check that your voter registration is valid before October 5th. Um, there's nothing more disempowering than showing up at the, at, at the polls and being told you can't vote, right? So yeah. please uh, def definitely check it, mvp.sos.ga.gov. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we're, we're running low on time, Briante, but um, I wanted to ask you if listeners are interested in getting involved with Georgia conservation voters or helping to get out the vote in Atlanta, Atlanta like helping other people vote, what are some resources? Yeah, we have a lot of really great stuff that um, you can check out on our website. It's gcvoters.org slash vote. So all the information I gave you about, uh, you know, getting an absentee ballot, checking your registration, uh, finding polling locations, all of that information is on that website, gcvoters.org slash vote. Um, we also have an events calendar, so we've got plenty of opportunities for you all to join us and um, help, you know, make calls to voters, making sure that they've got a plan to vote, that they, um, if they're going to vote absentee, that they have the information they need, if they're going to vote early, same thing, and to make sure that it's an election day, that they're prepared for long lines and that they're armed with the voter protection information. So we encourage you to come join us. We're sending text messages, we're making phone calls. So yeah, just check out our website, gcvoters.org slash vote. And um, yeah, plug in. And another great website for you to get active and involved is the is govotega.org. So it's govotega.org. Um, lots of great information on this website, including like if you need a ride to the polls, um, if you need help getting your absentee ballot application in, um, if you need to find ballot drop boxes, this website is truly a one-stop shop. It even has an FAQ uh, that answers a lot of the questions that I have talked about today and a lot of the ones that I haven't talked about today. So. That's yeah. great. GoVoteGA.org. And we could also, that's a place to volunteer if you want to help others, others vote as well. Well, that's yep. the end of our show, but I want to thank you, Briante, for being with us again on Radio Free Georgia's In Tune to Nature program. We certainly appreciate the work you do at Georgia Conservation Voters to help promote policies and political candidates who protect our shared environment, which affects our health and the health of all species. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Happy to talk about elections, democracy, and climate anytime. Yes. <laughs> and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to In Tune to Nature, broadcasting every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, online at wrfg.org, 
and on Atlanta radio station 89.3 FM. We post action items, news, and podcasts on the show's website, facebook.com slash nature. The views and opinions expressed on the show don't necessarily reflect those of WRFG, its board, staff, or volunteers. I'm one of those volunteers. I'm host Carrie Freeman, asking you to please support independent, non-commercial media like Radio Free Georgia. And remember to take care of yourself and others, including other species. One way you do that is by voting for responsible, caring candidates. Thank you for listening. Cheers. <laughs>